holistically, what we use as a word to describe this is service design. But service design can be broken down into all kinds of sub-methods or tools that we can use step-by-step step to help companies, to help organizations guide themselves with our help through these complex processes. Date January 2017, episode 152. In this episode, Edo van Dijk, CEO at Aiden Spiegelmann, talks about service design, tangible and intangible objects, asynchronous communication, breakpoints, touchpoints, and about the potential service design has to innovate within companies. Can you maybe talk a little bit about your understanding of service design? Well, to make it really simple, you can say we're talking about three things. We're talking about brand, branding, we're talking about products and we're talking about services. Products are typically tangible, even though more and more products and product design is not about tangible objects or products anymore, but about digital products nowadays. But the approach is the same. So product design and product development has a vast program of demands. They're usually quite complex. There's all kinds of manufacturing involved, technologies, materials, etc. And over time, web designers, digital designers have learned a lot from the processes and the approach of product design and product designers and incorporated that way of working into the development of websites. Now, services is something else again, because a service is very much intangible. It's about how people engage with each other. Very often in services, forms are in part of the, the physical elements that you need. What we say is that forms basically are ways to have a conversation which is asynchronous. So two people talking to each other that are not sitting across the table with each other. So one person is asking questions, another person is answering them and it's put on paper and that's the form and the form is then used to process the information the data into the systems of the company now service design has many touch points and nowadays these touch points are hardly ever all physical anymore right so a part of a service could be a physical meeting around an office or in an office or at a teller. For instance, if you go to a post office to send out a package that you want to have sent with uh, special treatments to the other side of the world. So you need to bring this package physically to a post office. But there's usually a whole process before such an action and also a process afterwards, like the pre-sales and after-sales. If you look at these customer journeys, as we call them, from the very first engagement between a company or an organization and a person to the very last one, and you put all these different touch points on a row, you will see that it's quite a complex journey and a journey that people make that has many breakpoints, points where people get annoyed, people get upset, people lose their way because they're not aligned because they talk different languages literally because you have to engage with different people all the time etc etc and we all know examples of this especially with the government but also with big companies like banks or insurance companies and surface design is really a methodology a way to map all these potential problems and to create ways for groups of people often people from different departments that run different parts of this journey from the company to engage around this problem and looking at it from different aspects, from different perspectives, with different backgrounds, with different roles and creating a common understanding of the problem and a common understanding of the way we can solve these problems. So and holistically what we use as a word to describe this is service design. But service design can be broken down into all kinds of sub-methods or tools 
that we can use step by step to help companies, to help organizations guide themselves with our help through these complex processes. It's also interesting to see that more and more companies are using design thinking and design uh, service design methodologies in-house, having other companies come in to train their employees around these topics so they can become not so much designers maybe, but become better employees, better managers, better policy makers using design thinking and design methodologies in the way they interact with other people. And, um, but the problem is that very often it stays very visible or very superficial, I should say, because you see only walls built with post-its. Right? That, is the phys that is the physical expression of service design or design thinking. Just lots and lots of post-its put everywhere. And we as designers, we use the same uh, visuals because that's what you see. We're still trying to find better ways and slowly we're getting there to visualize what really goes on. You know, when you do that with customer journey mapping or with service blueprints, you get a better idea of what service design methodologies can do for a service or for innovating a way to interact with clients. It's still, you know, when you try to capture it in one, one or two visuals, it remains very superficial and very complex. And you think, oh yeah, hmm, yeah, very interesting, but very complex. And that's about it. So you really have to ex experience it yourself as a manager or as an employee in a company and be part of the process to understand the potential that it has, that it gives to innovation within companies. Mm -hmm.